in today's episode, we're going over three reasons why listeners are ignoring your call to action and what to do instead. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Winery, and with me I've got my business partner, and the co-owner of GetMoreListens.com, Tyg Tygoshe. Tyg, how are you? I'm very good. Excited for this episode. And in today's episode, we're going over three reasons why listeners are ignoring your call to action and what to do instead. Ouch. I know. Let's Talk ta- about hit, hit me where it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take it away because I think the call to action is an area that everyone pretty much uses, knows to use, and honestly, an area that most podcasters, I would say, complain about is, is a bit of a... You know, people become a bit of a hot mess when it comes to call to action. You know, you're giving your course action. <laughs> a hot mess. A hot mess. <laughs> you're, well, giving, you're giving your course action at the end of each episode, but no one seems to be joining your email list. They're not, you know, taking your lead magnet. They're not becoming part of your community. They're not following you on Instagram. And I think when you have that experience, when you're just talking to the, to the microphone all day and all night, and people aren't engaging with your show and taking that next step, that can be quite disheartening, I would say, you know? Okay, well, look, before we get into the biggest mistakes... To really uh, hammer at home for anyone listening that, that maybe isn't so familiar, why is it so important that we do have a call to action? Great question. I, I think the main reasons are, honestly, I think the number one thing is it shows influence over your audience. And I know that sounds a bit strange, a bit whatever, but at the end of the day, when you build an audience, the audience is only as valuable, realistically, as how engaged they are and whether they're willing to take that next step and further and building a deeper relationship with you. Most people listening right now are probably going to be coaches, business owners, experts, right? If you have a program or an offer or something, if you're just active online, you want your audience to be engaged. And if you're going to eventually find sponsorship or sell your own product, you kind of, you know, you, know, you don't want <laughs> you don't want to like be speaking into a vortex. You want people to be engaging with you consistently. And the best way to know whether or not you have an engaged audience is how many people take a course of action. Yeah, no, perfectly said. I think, you know, if you had to put it in a nutshell, it would really be it's the the best measure of engagement and engagement is the best. Uh, how engaged your audience is is how valuable it is. All right. Well, look, we've got some of the most common mistakes we see uh, after, you know, auditing, listening to, being involved with hundreds of podcasts, probably even thousands actually at this point that we've actually listened to. So anyway, number one, very simple. There's too many. Too, too many goddamn many call to actions. Too many. Yeah. Once I, I audited, <laughs> I think I've talked about it before actually on the podcast. Once I audited a show and there was like eight in 20 seconds, you know, I, I, it was like, <laughs> it was like bam, bam, bam. And then I was like, what, what did he even say? <laughs> it was TikTok and what else? <laughs> um, too many at once, especially for someone, you know, I felt like it was a lot and I was sitting there you know, podcast playing on the big speakers, playing at normal speed, listening critically to write a written report on the show. Um, But most people are not doing that. They're listening, you know, with like some half-broken earphones at the gym or or like, (laughs) you know, like on a a busy road or something like that. So it's even more important um, 
that whatever you say it actually sinks in right um because people don't might not always have their full concentration they're probably listening passively 100 um so the worst thing you can do to actually get people to engage with your call to action to really hear it and absorb it is to just fire too many at once right yeah because again they're not just sitting there on their phone waiting to do whatever you tell them mm. um so to really actually make them do that it has to be clear it has to be direct and it can't be diluted by just saying lots of different things. Yeah. So when you say lots of different things, you just mean like, follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, and by the way, we have this upcoming launch of our program that you should go check out. Is that, that's what you mean by too many, right? Yeah. Oh, and we're on YouTube too. Join our Facebook group and, and buy our merch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. One of those ones. Yeah. yeah that kind of thing. Um, and the thing is, it's, it's actually a very easy fix because there will 100% of the time they're not all equally as important as each other, no. right? Normally, there's a pretty clear winner, which which one needs to stay. Yeah. Um, at worst, you might have to weigh it up between like two or three of your most important ones, right? Yeah. Um, we could get into which one is the most important, but I think that kind of takes away from the point of today. And also, ultimately, it does depend for everyone, right? Yeah. If you're a coach or business owner listening right now, it's probably going to be either a direct push to your program, if that's what you're doing, or if not, the more indirect uh, kind of get them into in your world on, yeah. on, a, on an email list or a Correct. lead magnet. Sometimes uh, we've been on coaching calls together with clients, Anthony, and we've heard people say, but you know, I, I only have three, like the kind of small ones. And an example might be like, uh, leave us a rating and a review uh, and also follow the show on Apple and Spotify, like something like that. You know, mm. it's not as all over the place. You know, we're not talking about a bunch of different platforms, mm. um, but we are still giving multiple. Does that count? Is that kind of on the fence? You know, what, what, what's yeah, your opinion on that? I think it kind of counts, right? Because yeah. it's one of those things where, or when I say count accounts, i.e. it counts as a mistake that you shouldn't be making, just to clarify. <laughs> um, but yeah, 100%, I think it's important that when you're giving your call to action, you need to have conviction. And like you mentioned, you need to be convicted and clear. But if someone's like, oh yeah, you know, for me, follow me on Instagram and, and then also maybe, you know, join our email list. It doesn't sound like really, I don't know, it doesn't sound exciting, you're not infused with that. And as soon as you have more than one, the focus isn't there anymore. You know, and people need to have just like a very, again, a very clear, concise call to action. They know exactly what they're going to get, not just a bunch of different things. You just add in resistance, add in more complications and making it harder for yourself to actually engage your listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. All right. So moral of the story, one call to action is best, not two, not three. Um, and definitely not eight. <laughs> um, really think about which one is the most important to you. Which, you know, if again, if you're a coach or a business owner, which one would give you the biggest ROI on your business? And simply just go with that, cut out the rest. 100%. And the next one really would be having an unclear call to action that's not incentive-based. Mm -hmm. You know, asking your audience and listeners to just take an action, but not telling them why they should take an action or what they'll lose from taking an action. And for us, we always like to incentivize really hey if you want to you know for example if you want to grab a free copy of our best-selling book podcast marketing and a mini personalized show audit go down below and you know click the button something like that i see what you did there you see what i did so that's kind of our one what it normally is and that's an incentive-based call to action we tell them what they're going to gain a free book as well as a personalized show audit there's value built in there Mm -hmm. so people take the action and we have, we have tons of people take the action and yeah. join our list right yeah so that's it have an incentive based call to action most podcasters don't they just kind of just say yeah follow me on instagram or tiktok and then leave it there 
Yeah, right. And there's, there's, like you said, there's no reason to do that. So make sure that that singular one call to action that you're giving, there's a clear thing that people are going to gain from doing that. Or on the flip side, a clear thing that people are going to miss out on if they don't do that, right? And there we have it. So if you have a clear call to action and it's incentivized, you're on the right lines, right? Yes. Um, but the, the, not having two of those things are two of the mistakes we see. What's the other mistake we see? And this one is, is completely on the other side of the, the spectrum. The other one would be no course action at all. Mm, well, yeah, surprising. which is rare sometimes. Yeah, it's quite rare. But, um, but, but it does happen. We 100%. do see it routinely. So if that's you and you're in that camp, um, if you think about it again, you're trying to engage your audience, you're missing out on a massive opportunity to get your listeners engaged with your content, to build more of a connection, especially when you're just getting started. I think it's more important than ever to have that personalized one-on-one feeling, that touch with your community, um, getting that feedback. And when you're not doing that, when you're not giving a call to action, um, it kind of, again, you're, you're really missing out on so much opportunity to grow, to nurture your audience, and to learn more as to why people like the content you produce. So moving into 2024, Tyke, when it comes to calls to action, when it comes to getting, again, getting our listeners to take that next step, what do we need? We know what we shouldn't do, right? So the reasons why people aren't taking the calls to action are number one, there's too many CTAs, too many calls to action. You're confusing your listeners. They don't have any focus. Number two, you're trying to be a bit subtle saying maybe this, maybe that, you know, maybe try th- you know, this platform or that platform. Again, there's, there's no conviction there. Number three, it's unclear and there's no benefit. There's no value attached to your listeners taking that action. You're not telling them why they should connect with you or you're not telling them what they're going to miss out on if they don't engage with you further. And then the final one is not having a call to action at all. So for the listeners, listen right now, Ty, what should they do? What's the call to action for this episode? It would be to go through this checklist and make sure you're not making any of these mistakes. So if you do have too many call to actions, cut it down to one. Again, no wiggle room on this. Not right, two, Tiger, I'll be honest with you, mate. I'm disappointed. You know, we gave this entire episode talking about how you have to make the call to action sexy, exciting, incentive-based. What are we doing here, fella? Give me a better pitch. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I feel embarrassed. I'm, I'm falling off. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, if you've been... <laughs> All right. If you're 100 episodes deep and you're still tired of feeling like your podcast might be falling on deaf ears and there could be crickets on the other end of the mic, then be sure to create a singular incentivized call to action and start seeing your engagement skyrocket right away. So tomorrow, we're going to talk about how retention time affects your call to action. Yeah, and how the two are interlinked. That is a huge one, but we didn't even want to get onto that today because it would be too much at once.